and welcome to episode 38 of Borat Club, the only show where two people watch and review the film Borat, the hit film Borat, uh, for a whole year. And, you know, now that we're getting close, Ryan, to the end of this, um, I'm just like, I don't know, like, I feel like re recently it's been really easy, but something about that, while it wasn't bad, like, it just felt like it was, like, slow, and I, I think you put it best when you said that, like, you were just kind of chomping at the bit here to, to, like, you know, just to get it over with this week in some ways. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't necessarily not looking forward to the film, I went out of town since the last time you recorded, sure. and so I, I've had a very... A very nice, very relaxing week. I watched a lot of my favorite films. I, I showed my sister a lot of stuff she'd never seen. We watched Akira. We watched Paprika. Nice. We watched the 1963 version of The Haunting. And, you know, a few, a few other things here and there. Suspiria and Phantom of the Paradise were other ones. But, you know, one of my favorite films was just missing from that lineup. And that film is, of course, Borat. And so I'm glad that I finally got back to watch my favorite film for a 30-something at the time. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think you know, I at this point, I definitely am more into Borat as sort of a vessel for us to have a podcast every week than as sure. a, a piece of media. <laughs> yeah. And you'll, so you'll excuse me if I'm just, you know, kind of excited to talk about the film and sort of have our weekly discussion as uh -huh. opposed to actually having to sit down and watch it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you got to be sure that, you know, you're not missing anything. There isn't anything new. You know, every time, you know, you might learn something new. You might see something new. Um, I will, you know, go as far as to say that this week's watch of Borat was uh, comfortably, I would say, the best film I've watched this week um, of the two. Because mm. uh, the mm. other one was Polar, which you uh, mentioned last week. And... I went and watched it, and that's a piece of shit. Um, so it's good to know that you know you you got to see some real movies, uh, and then come come back home to uh, to Borat and Azamat. Um, I got to watch what is the fakest movie of all time, I think, and uh, then come home and you know have the comforting, warm uh, embrace of uh, old SBC. Um, and yeah, you know it was. It was fine. We're getting there. You know, that's, that's, I feel like I'm sort of at the same spot you are now as well, where I'm just like, this is just a chance to catch up with you, you know, for a week. <laughs> just sure. like have a, have a conversation, shoot the breeze a little bit. And it's just sort of, I feel like Borat is almost becoming just like white noise in the background, you know? It's, yeah, it, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it, it's like when I go to bed and I like to because I like sleep during the day because of my work. Like I have a white noise machine to like drown out outside. Like it, it's it's almost become that. It's just like the the white noise in the background that like I just operate <laughs> normally around it. I guess. Yeah, Borat is the hiss and control essentially. It, it's yeah. the it, it's it's the it's the noise that's constantly there trying to get in our brains. Now I I do have a question for you though. Would hmm. you rather watch Polar one more time or watch Borat another 52 times? I think I would honestly rather watch Borat. Um, <laughs> dude, Polar is so bad. It's so bad. That, that like, I think I, I said, I said to you when I was watching because I was sort of not live tweeting it, but like live messaging uh you as i watched it like i kept being like how is there still two hours left in this movie how is there this long left in this movie it is it is the worst paced movie i've seen since like sex in the city 2 where i'm looking at the like time code every 10 minutes being like oh jesus christ it's only been 10 minutes <laughs> like that that is a movie where things are constantly happening and things are constantly going on and yet nothing is happening and time is standing still no. and it's just it's it's bad it's like i i now i don't want people like to listen to this episode and get the idea they should like watch polar because it's that you shouldn't watch fucking polar you should it's like throwing it's like throwing 2 hours and 15 minutes of your life into a black hole it's it's, it's completely it's completely irredeemable. It's barely even funny. 
I, I, I struggle to think of like any part of that film I would actually call humorous. No. I think maybe maybe the beginning bit with Johnny Knoxville almost gets there just because of how absurd it is. Oh, I don't know. And I think I think some of the bit where he's totally nude killing people out in the snow is kind of funny just because again, it's it's so unbelievable, but it's it's just unpleasant. It's just unpleasant to watch. It's it like is. John Wick meets Suicide Squad. Directed by a 13-year-old who had only ever seen Batman and Robin, yeah. is how I would yeah, describe it. Yeah, there's a real uh, Schumacher energy to it, I, I feel like. Especially <laughs> with just, like, its costume design and, like, its color palette is just... It's that very, like, Batman and Robin, like, garish, like, just ugly, hideous kind of thing. It's, it's also got, like, this real weird, like umbrella academy vibe to it like somebody who was on like the production design team for it really liked that show or something like it's just it's it's awful it's awful it's got the british adam sandler matt lucas in it like it's just as the fucking bad guy too like it's just oh i hate it i i I, like i i i really worry because like we've talked about some bad movies and like you know, like, made them, or, you know, said that we've enjoyed them or whatever, Polar is not enjoyable. I don't want anybody to take away that they should sit down and open Netflix and watch it. Like, like, literally the only reason I could see somebody wanting to watch it is if they want to see, like, Mads Mikkelsen in the world's, like, longest sex scene. Like, that's literally it. Yeah. The only the only reason I watched it is because Sylvia was like, "Oh, it's it's complete garbage." Like she told me, she was like, "We can't recommend this movie because it's it's like that bad." But at the same time, it is it is just total trash, and Mads Mikkelsen is nude a lot in it. And I was like, "Okay, that sounds like something I can probably watch." And I did watch it, and I I hated it. I the 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 plot of that film is probably the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Where. He denies Mads Mikkelsen his pension for some reason, and the whole time the assistant is like, just pay him his pension while he's killing all these assassins. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. I guess he, like, works for, like, an assassination company or something, and it's, like, him and Johnny Knoxville and a bunch of other assassins are, like, all turning 50 at the same time, and so, like, Matt Lucas is gonna have to pay out on all their pension plans at the same time, so his solution is, I'm just gonna kill them all. It's so stupid. So, stupid. so I, I, <laughs> I, I, um, while we've been talking about this, I, I don't want to talk about Polar too much more, because some, we're going to make somebody watch yeah, it, we are. Uh, thanks to talking about it. I, uh, I looked up while we were talking about this uh, tr- to try to see if we could find any pictures of Bat- uh, of of Borat and Azamat as Batman and Robin. Oh, please, because that felt like one of those really awful crossovers that you might find. Yeah. So I I found a couple things, uh, none of which are that, but are all very distressing in different ways. So. I'll kind of go down the list in order of the uh, how they appear on Google Images here. Uh, so first off, we have a uh, a image from a Quotesgram, uh, created by Victoria. I don't really know what the purpose of this image is, but they have made a fake poster for Boratman Begins, and for some reason, instead of Batman, it's Mickey Mouse. I, I, this image is very <laughs> difficult to explain. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to like <laughs> this. Is, so this is yeah. some of the worst Photoshop work I've ever seen. Like, I kind of roll. It, like, <laughs> look at the way like the mask sits on his face. It's just so funny. But yeah, yeah. So he's got like the Mickey Mouse head instead of the bat symbol on like his chest. And then he's got, like, the mankini over the Batman costume. Oh, I get it. Borat man. Rat man. Okay. Like, rat man. Right. Like, mouse yes, okay. man. Okay. Borat man. That, that, that makes sense. That's... I kind of like that. That's kind of genius. Uh, so, and then I also have a video here that is uh, two minutes and 58 seconds called uh, Batman Meets the Joker and Borat. Also, uh, Joker, Batman, Meat Borat, 
which seemed to be like a clip from some sort of stand-up comedy show. Great. That I will may- maybe I'll cir- I'll circle back around to that at some other point. Uh, I don't want to delve into that too much. And then further down the page, we get through a whole bunch of unrelated Batman images. And then we find, uh, again, the uh, the Red Bubble Borat Oh, God, here we here. go. Uh, I, have found, I have found an image that I think terrifies me very deeply that I would like to talk about here. Okay. Niall, ha- have, you seen, have you seen the original film Tron? Uh, I have. Not yes, the remake. I have, I have seen Tron. Okay. So you're aware of Tron, of the villain, uh, MCP, Master Control <clears throat> Program, mm-hmm. who is sort of like a head that is a cylinder kind of rotating around in this digital space, Sure, right? sure. Well, someone on Redbubble seems to have put Borat's face on a travel mug here. Okay. And let me just say, this is probably the most frightening image <laughs> that we have maybe ever found in the history of this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so so what we're looking at here is 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 a is a black and white vectorized image of one of Borat's famous manic smiles but stretched and wrapped around a travel mug cylinder to where the eyes are pointing in two different directions and the whites of the teeth kind of blend into the the mug itself, and it's it it's really one of I think the scarier things that we found for this. I, I'm tw- I'm now, tweeting this uh, right now. Like this this is just uh, no just, no I, no words we could ever use. Ryan could accurately describe mm-hmm. to somebody who hasn't like seen it for themselves what this looks like. This is terrifying. It's hard. It's difficult. Uh, we also have here uh, someone on Redbubble selling quote my face on Borat magnet, which is not uh, which is not what you may expect. It is not a custom. It is not a custom magnet that puts your face on Borat's body. <laughs> this seller is 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 selling a magnet with their face, their <laughs> distorted face pasted over the Borat magnet. Oh my god! Costume. I have to see this, please. I don't. I don't really understand what's happening here. Oh, um, may- <laughs> you can also get that as a sticker. It does seem like this person is just selling a lot of images of themselves on various pieces of merchandise. Do, I don't really understand do that. You, do you think uh, it's, a, it's a case that, like, when you buy this, they're like, "Okay, this is the sample image. Now send me a picture of you so I can put Borat." Like no, I don't think so because all the other stuff on their store is pictures of them just as stickers. Okay. So like, I maybe they were selling these to their friends. Maybe, maybe they were. It was like an inside joke, but um, maybe. I. It's just a. It's just a very potent image. I, I, think. I love how shitty this image that you've sent me is because it's, it's so it's a picture of like a fridge door with a tiny little picture of Borat and. <laughs> Like on it, where this, like you can't even tell, like really, what this person looks like from this image. No, you have to click through. You have to click through, um, because I tried to get just the image of the magnet itself, but I couldn't copy it into Discord for some reason. So, uh, so just click through on that and check that out, and tell me what you think. Now, um, I feel like we maybe had some other stuff to talk about on this episode. But what that may have been, I honestly could not tell you at this point. Um, I I remember we did like have a little bit of a debate, um, not even really a debate, um, you know, as to the quality of uh, Azamat's performance. You know, we 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 sort of yes. asked the question: Is Azamat a good actor? Um, I said yes. I I think he is. I think he is. I think he's you, fine. Yeah. You. you yeah, you kind of put up some resistance to that idea. Well, I wouldn't say I put up resistance to it as much as, like, I think the way I posed the question, because I posed the question in the middle of the nude fight scene, um, which uh-huh. is always a talking point for us. Um, I, th- I think just my disgust at having to watch his balls made me just go, like, <laughs> do you think he's any good, actually? But he's, he's fine. Like, I mean, I, t- I believe that he does not like... Borat, I believe that he does not like Sasha Baron Cohen, so yeah, you know, yeah, very convincing performance. Very convincing there. in that sense, yeah. Um, now here's a here's a very niche product on Redbubble. 
Uh, someone seems to have taken the 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 big pink dad rabbit character from the cartoon uh, Amazing World of Gumball or whatever it's called, and put him in the Borat Mankini on here, which uh, which appeals to a very niche audience. I'll say. I don't really understand that one, but hey, here's a here's a shower curtain you might want to check out. I do really want you to see this image as well. <laughs> okay, like it's good, right? It's it's good. It's something. It's <laughs> so it's a it's a picture of his face. Um, when does he pull this expression? Oh, this is when um, this is the expression he makes after like he introduces. Azamat, I think, for the first time. No, is uh, this is this is from one of the promotional photos. Okay. This is the same. This is the same oh, picture yeah. that's on that awful shirt we found. That's right. Yeah, because this is where it makes. Yeah, that him, was like blown up. Yeah, this is where it like makes him look like he has no chin. So yeah, yeah. But but the the image here, he has been kind of folded into the depths of the shower curtain, making him look like the uh, the orange Muppet, the the beaker or bleaker or whatever the beaker, hell he's called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. And, it, and it says naughty naughty on it, which uh... yeah, I've been looking for a new shower curtain, so I just kind of wanted to get your opinion. Yeah, you know, earlier this week I saw somebody post like a shower curtain with the Pog Champ guy on it, and mm. I honestly don't know which I'd rather have less uh, between those two. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I've also found here a. Um... A very bizarre, uh, irony-poisoned item on Reddit, which is the uh, Black Flag logo. Okay. But the, uh, the top text is Borat, and the bottom text is voice. So it says Borat voice, and then on the bars it says my wife. Uh, so you get kind of this weird Black Flag Borat voice my wife crossover pillow. Oh, wow. Really, uh, when you really want to make a statement, this is what you need. Uh, I, I would... I would consider buying this. I, I also should point out that like this 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 isn't titled as Borat voice my wife, even though that's what it says. It says Henry Rollins voice my wife, which is even which is even yeah. better because the idea of like Henry Rollins as Borat is absolutely just mwah. like I just love that idea. It's a lot. They should have gotten him on board for Borat. I think it would have been great in the movie. <laughs> I bet Henry Rollins has some thoughts on Borat, and I bet they're very, very positive. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Who knows? I, I, I could like. Have you ever listened to Henry Rollins? Like, uh, it's not stand up. It's like spoken word stuff or like lectures or whatever that he does. A little bit. Yeah, like a little bit. Because yeah. <laughs> because because he's like constantly yelling, uh, you know, about consumerism, uh, rightly so, and like you know all the stuff he likes to talk about. I can see him just doing like a. 30 minute fucking like like just rant about how great Borat is like I I I, I can just picture it in my head him just like stomping up and down the stage with the cord of the microphone wrapped around his hand just very intense very Henry Rollins like and just yeah I I, I can see it in my mind's eye I can picture it I can hear it and now I need now, (laughs) now like I need to like uh, experience it because I feel like Henry Rollins is one of those dudes who's like he has a sense of humor about himself but he's like managed to convince everyone else that he doesn't have any kind of sense of humor yeah. about anything ever yeah. like it's it's weird but uh, I, w- I would love to I, I have to look up now to see if Henry Rollins has any thoughts on Borat because uh, if he does that's, that's something what they I want to listen to <laughs> That's what they should have had him talk about when he was on the Eric Andre show. I'll just say it. Yeah, honestly. Uh, I mean, I I have, a, I have a soft spot for Henry Rollins, if I'm being sure, honest. Sure, sure. I, I grew up listening to Black Flag, so like... Yeah, uh, I, I got into them when I was in college. Yeah. They're pretty alright, but, uh, uh, you know. No, there doesn't appear to be uh, any... Any uh, Borat, Henry Rollins stuff that I'm finding here, unfortunately. Mm. Okay, okay, well, we'll just have to send him an email. Do you think he would answer if we did? Oh, he would absolutely answer. Henry Rollins has nothing better to do than answer his emails. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm pr- I am pretty sure I've heard him, like, do bits where he's like, I read and I answer all my emails personally or whatever. Like, I feel like... 
know. We should send I'm, him I'm an email. Pretty, I'm pretty sure he we just should... sits around being angry and answering things on on the internet yeah. all day. I'll uh, I'll send him an email. Be like, hey, big fan. But I do this Borat podcast. And I just wanted you to think. How do you how do you find that Borat affected the state of consumerism and uh, race relations in the United yeah. States? And see what he has to think about that. I, I think he'd be very angry at, at us for doing this. I think he'd um, <laughs> probably yeah. <laughs> I think he'd be very upset at the idea that we're wasting our lives doing this. Uh, yeah. How about how about Trent Reznor? We could probably we could probably get an email out of that dude. I, What's he up to these days? He's still he's still doing things. He's still making music. Yeah. He's still he's still like Nine Inch Nails are still popular. You know. He's, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What? Who are okay? Who are the most and least likely celebrities that we could get an opinion about Borat out of? I would say <sighs> number one. I would say number one. We could very easily. PayPal the LA Beast like 50 bucks and get him to cut a 7 minute promo about his Borat opinions. I mean we've uh, I, I don't know if we've talked about this and I'm, I'm kind of peeling back we the curtain here but you we did get an LA we? Beast cameo where he did talk did. about Borat so I did didn't I? I did. um, yeah so I, I talked about this on Twitter and I talked about it with y'all personally but my my friends in Austin surprised me for my birthday uh, back in July with uh, with a seven minute long LA Beast cameo, where they where they fed him uh, they give him like information about what I do in like three hundred characters or whatever yeah. three hundred words, and um, so it was really great because first of all he's very obviously unable to relate to any of my interests whatsoever. <laughs> He um he starts out he says hi and all that and he kind of outlines what he's gonna do and uh, he's like oh you're really into horror he's like I I don't really know that I like horror but I went to the Exorcist house one time or like the stairs and he pulls out this like printed page of the yeah. picture of him at the stairs uh, and he he keeps pulling up all this like visual reference material um. He he goes into this really long tangent about how much he hated working for Pepsi at one point. Like apparently these cameo videos are normally about three minutes long, but he just kept rambling because he was hungover yeah. or something. But at one point he does he does say something about Emoji Drome, and I know that he mentions Borat Club by name. I I could not remember what it is he says exactly, but I, we do have audio of LA Beast <laughs> talking about this show in passing. Yeah, I so, think he. Uh, I, I think he's just like I used to watch LEG show. I I used to think yes. Borat was yes, funny yes, yes, or yes. whatever. Yeah, like. that's that's what he says. He says he used to be in the into the LEG show. Um, and he also says he looks up my podcast on Instagram, which is really funny because neither of them are on Instagram. <laughs> uh, so really, really great stuff from the Los Angeles Beast. But I think we could I think we could get him to talk about Borat pretty easily. Yeah. How I'm, do you? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of other celebs and specifically ones that aren't just like, I'll talk about whatever on Cameo, like, you know, like the non-Cameo, like, celebs. What about Noam Chomsky? We could probably, we could probably send an email to him. Yeah, I don't think he'd get back to you. I'm trying to think of somebody who's like, like, was a big deal and now is just like, happy for any kind of attention. Like, Corey Feldman. I bet Corey Feldman would, would, uh... Would hit, okay. would hit us up with an opinion on Borat. I bet we could get Corey Feldman on the show if we wanted to. I mean, if we wanted to, yeah. I don't know I don't if that's want, something I don't, we wanted I don't to. I don't know that I want to get Corey Feldman on the show. <laughs> um, what about, uh, what about like, the lesser members of 90s boy bands, like Lance Bass? or Joey um, Fatone, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of wheelhouse. Yeah. What about, uh, what, what is LMFAO up to these days? Um... Didn't they break up? So they're probably not up to much, I would imagine. Probably. Um, wasn't it wasn't it the dude and his uncle? That's kind of weird, isn't it? I I didn't know that. I thought they were just I I I will no. hold my hands up and say I don't know an awful lot about LMFAO, honestly. Well, I think I think that's the only thing I know just because it's so weird. Like I think um I think it was this dude and then his uncle that was LMFAO. Weird. Uh weird. let me look it up. Uh uh yeah, they are respectively a son and grandson of Motown Records founder Barry Gordy. Huh. Uh duo consisting of Uncle Red Foo and nephew Sky Blue. Uh Red Foo is forty-four and Sky Blue is thirty-three. 
So not, okay. not a huge age difference there. No, right? that's I yeah I I have an uncle who was about like that like much older yeah. than me. Like it's not yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. that's not that strange. So yeah, I'm trying to think like who who else are celebrities that we could maybe get. Probably um, some wrestlers, if we're being honest. Probably wrestlers, yeah. I feel like Joey Janela is a definite one. Um, <laughs> uh, probably get uh, hmm, who's like not a, not like it can't be somebody who's like a super big deal wrestler though. Like it could be somebody like with WWE or AEW, but not like a big star in either one. You know, uh, like, I you definitely know more. Oh, Ryback or whoever Ryback, does, like, does the eating challenges. Yeah, I bet Ryback uh, would would have some thoughts. I bet you could get Ryback to do it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think like who do I like that I would want to hear their thoughts on Borat? And there's not a lot of people whose thoughts on <laughs> no, Borat. No, not not really. Oh, I um. Uh, it's a tough it's a tough call i would love to hear i'll say it i'll say it i'll i'll, I'll be honest uh-huh. i would love to hear danny devito's thoughts on borat maybe that's a sure. little controversial i want to hear what he's up to these days what's I, danny devito doing right now i i think danny devito probably likes borat i think he probably yeah. does probably yeah i i he's fine. I, I have a feeling that like hollywood celebs would find it very difficult to come out and say i think borat is shit um, <laughs> yeah i think yeah that's, i think so i think that's too much of a of a pr uh issue for them at a time when you know sbc is positioning himself as the sort of centrist hero of the world right now um mm-hmm. yeah i feel what i feel like gotta... musicians are like who you gotta go for if you want like you know opinions on borat that aren't just i love it well you know what i know ellen degeneres is a hot commodity right now i can't yeah, imagine why yeah. i'm sure she's perfectly above board not problematic at all i would no. love to hear ellen's thoughts on borat the, the paragon of leftism uh friend to all friend to war criminal george w bush mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure she's got <clears throat> some great opinions on the film borat have we ever looked up whether borat ever appeared on ellen because I feel like that's just like that's okay, gotta be like right, a slam dunk guest spot, right? <clears throat> let me see, let me see. Borat Ellen. Uh no, just uh, just someone on Twitter, his name is Rachel Borat Kali talking about uh the show. Wait, hold on. I am the female okay, what is this? Okay, so this is somebody with seven thousand followers on Twitter. Uh, Rachel Borat Kali, uh, her Twitter bio says, I am the female Borat. I canceled Ellen. My work is on at HBO, at Clickhole, at Virtual, uh, at Vulture, at Vice, so STFU. Uh, so uh, this Great. is apparently some media person here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, awesome. No, apparently Borat has not been on Ellen as far as I know. Oh. That's uh, That's a shame. I feel like... Well, maybe maybe shame is the wrong word to use, but I feel like uh, that was that was a a real marriage made in heaven for lame content fourteen years ago. Or I, uh-huh. I, I guess like I guess SBC as himself would probably have appeared on there if he if like instead of as Borat. But either way, like I've actually been looking up. Um, just on Twitter, just typing Borat in, seeing what people have to say about it a little bit lately. And uh, a lot of people don't, like, refer to Sasha Baron Cohen as Sasha Baron Cohen. They just see him as Borat still. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's interesting that, like, despite his attempts to distance, or not even distance himself from being Borat, but just to, like... Do literally anything else. Be something like as well as being Borat. He's only ever seen as Borat to people, which is just he fucking deserves it. Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, <sighs> he he deserves a lot in this world, and you know what he uh, he has. I don't know if he deserves this, but he has it, Niall. This is something we've never talked about on the show. Uh huh. Uh, we have never really delved into the uh, Borat page on everyone's favorite mid-2000s website, TV Tropes. We haven't. We haven't. And let me tell you, 
Borat does indeed have quite the TV tropes feature. I bet are, he does. Are you uh, are you familiar with the uh, website TV tropes at all? I I am familiar with TV tropes. Um, it has probably been well over a decade since I last visited <laughs> TV tropes, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm here. I'm here on the film Borat's page, mm-hmm. and um, for those of our viewers who are blissfully unaware to uh, what TV Tropes is, yeah, for the zoomers that, out there, yeah, for the zoomers, it is a website where it sort of compiles every like piece of media and talks about the very sort of arbitrary tropes that appear in those movies or those TV shows or whatever. I don't really know where a lot of this comes from, to be honest. Uh, I know, I mean, I obviously know what a trope is, but a lot of this is just, like, so specific in so many ways that yeah. it, 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 it's kind of a nightmare. But um, Borat does have a page. It is listed under funny, head-scratchers, mm. heartwarming, laconic, trivia. Uh, your mileage may vary, which, of course, means that there is stuff that uh, other people may get more out of it than some people do. Mm-hmm. And it's also listed under fridge, which I don't really know what that means. Fridge. It says fridge, fridge horror. Uh, here's the oh, page. I, I bet fridge horror is because of the um, the bear head in the fridge at the end, right? No, it's actually. Or would it be because his wife gets killed, and that's like the like you know the reason for him to go on his quest or whatever? So what TV tropes explain this explains this as is a uh, uh, fridge horror is simply put when something becomes terrifying after the fact. Maybe okay. you thought about this or that plot point a little too hard and suddenly <laughs> you realize that everyone was trapped in stasis forever or that Ugh. the lovable child was trapped in a world where everyone around her was dead. So uh, so Borat has some fridge horror here, apparently, which is news to me. Uh, TV Trips defines the fridge horror as, uh, one, the scenes with the xenophobic, bloodthirsty rodeo crowd and the racist, misogynistic frat boys were in italics, not staged. And those people, and probably millions more like them, actually live in America. Uh, okay, and then this... but like, how is that fridge horror? Like, that's immediately disturbing and immediately, like, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like, like they're positing this as something that, like, is only fucked up when you think about it. But, like, who was going to yeah. Borat and being like, oh, that was nothing, that was funny. And then they thought about it and went like, oh, wow, those were really racist people. Wow, that's awful. Like, so the next uh, the next bullet point on here is the Kazakh village that Borat is from is an actual village, though it is in Romania, not Kazakhstan. The people there really are that poor. So um, yeah. I, I guess that's scary for some reason. I don't really understand what what is what is horror about that in a traditional yeah, sense. Yeah, I feel I feel like whoever has like written this entry is misappropriating the trope here, or like you know, like, not understanding themselves fully what the trope is, because, again, that's something yeah. that is very immediately apparent that these people are living in abject poverty. You know, like, it's... There is definitely a horror to that. I will there say is a horror that there's, to that. Yeah, there's a course. horror to poverty. Uh, I don't think it's the kind of, like, you know, a trope film no, exactly. sort of realization horror. Yeah, these are, these are people who were you know, left isolated and, you know, left fucking to, you know, be neglected under the Ceausescu regime. You know, like, that's yeah. not something that you have to go and think about and be like, wow, that's really disturbing and horrific. Like, no, it's just, it's transparently, obviously terrible and awful. Like, it's, I don't know. Well, uh, you know, Niall, maybe we just don't really appreciate the subtleties of the tropes of Borat, but um, the good folks on TV tropes definitely do, which is why they have included Borat on their aforementioned Head Scratchers page. Now, Niall, of course, you're familiar with the revered internet institution CinemaSims, correct? I am indeed, yeah. You are indeed, and apparently so are the people on on TV tropes, because they have put together a page for... You know, some things in Borat that are just some real head-scratchers, and I'd like to go over those with you if you're, Let's if you're do it, uh, amicable to that. Okay, yeah. so uh, first up we have this little little nugget. Um, when one of the high society people calls the police on Borat, Borat leaves, but because the dinner is over. If he hadn't left, what would the cops have even done aside from asking him to leave? 
bringing your poop to a dinner table when you don't know any better, inviting a prostitute midway through dinner, and mistaking a retired person aren't exactly arrestable offensive, and Borat didn't give the people a hard time when he left, so they didn't even really need to call the police. I don't I know, mean, you know, they didn't really even need to call the police. I mean, you know, I feel like the inciting incident for the police being called is Lunell showing up, and, you know, these are obviously rich, awful white people who would see a sex worker and be like, oh, that's, mm. you know, and, like, that's, I don't know, like, and, and also, you know, there's the, <laughs> whoever has written this is, uh... Whoever has written this is ignoring the fact that if a rich white person calls the cops on a foreigner and a POC woman, you know, shit's like they're gonna they're gonna side with the rich white person, you know, every time. Impossible, impossible. Borat was completely without fault here. Like this person says, uh, bringing your poop to a dinner table isn't exactly an arrestable offense. So yeah, we've you seen- know Borat. Yeah, you know, we've seen how uh, how normal the police are in the United States. Like, I'm sure that would have been fine. Like, it's yeah, really, uh, really, really good. Well, this uh, this person does kind of follow this thread of logic and asks next. Furthermore, what happens when the police arrive and Borat, the reason why they were called, is long gone? Do they get cited for wasting the police's time? Do they chastise the people because they called the cops because of a foreigner who doesn't know better? Jeez, I just really have no idea. What are those? What are those poor police officers going to do, Niall? This the writer of this page is so, thirteen years old, thirteen so years sheltered old. and so not wise to the ways of the world. It's no. it is written with an innocence that not many people can afford to no. have. I, I do I do feel bad uh, dunking on TV trips a bit because I do think the target audience for this website is people between the ages of like 13 and 16. But uh, sure. that being that being said, we do have a couple other head scratchers on here. Uh, this is a pretty this is a pretty uh, pretty cinema sense one. When Borat is presumably all alone after the infamous naked fight, who was filming him? He said he was all alone, but there was obviously someone holding the camera. Oh my god, he wasn't all alone, Nile. <sighs> Holy but, shit. You know, we fucking already know that the cameramen are, like, borderline characters. You see them, like, 20 times in this fucking movie. <laughs> so, uh, here's our last one on Head Scratchers. This is, a, this is a real doozy, and I really want you to think about this. Okay, I will. When Borat finds out that the man who put a rubber fist up his butt is a homosexual, he appears to be disturbed, but the rubber fist ends up replacing the amputated arm of a resident of Kusek. How did it get to Kazakhstan? It wasn't seen in Borat's suitcase after Azamat ditches him, and there's no reason why Azamat would have held on to it because he didn't know that Borat said he would get Dalton a new arm. So this is sort of like the second shooter theory in a way. This is uh, what I would like to call the second fist theory. That, in fact, the fist we see at the end of the film is not the fist that was put up, as Borat would put it, his anus. There is a there is a second fist here. Okay, well, right right off the bat here, uh, we've taken two drastically uh, different approaches to uh, a solution here. Because <laughs> my immediate thought was he just has it in his ass the whole time. Like, oh, okay, okay. So he's, he's just got using some it as a butt plug. Trunk. Yeah, you know, he's just. I mean, just because we don't see it in the bag doesn't mean that it isn't in there. But I mean, you know, if if. If 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 it has been established already that it can fit up there, you know who's to say he's not got it up there? Maybe he likes the the feeling. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think most people who who do that kind of thing do like the feeling. I think yeah, that's a know, very uh, polite way of putting it. Yeah, you know what? Whatever you know, it's it's Borat's life and Borat's body, and you know, I hope he at least washed it before he gave it to Dolten. And you know, oh god. That was something so. we talked about a fair bit as well, actually, when we watched it. Is just like, uh, yeah, yeah, the condition um, of that, uh, that, uh, rubber fist. Yeah, my whole argument was that the whole thing is that by the end of it, when he's chasing Azamat around and when it's on the dude's arm, you can't really properly sanitize a rubber fist like that, right? I mean, you can, hmm. but it's very difficult. Uh, I don't think that they sprung for a sort of like high quality premium medical silicone fist. 
No. So I would have to assume that it was it was quite the uh, quite the task for Borat to clean that off before giving it to Dalton. So I think we also discussed that they probably had multiple fists just for filming yeah. purposes, yeah. which is very funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I I posited the theory that. Um, there was a fist given to each member of the crew as sort of a, a like a thank you gift or a memento or you know, um, which I could see happening because SBC is awful, you know. So who knows? Who knows? I would have I would have loved to have worked on Borat and gotten a commemorative fist. I think that would have been great. Yeah, you you could put it in like a little trophy case and you know have it in your yeah. have have it in your uh, your living room. Just be like, and this is my memorabilia from when I worked on Borat. Uh, <laughs> what a power play that would be! Oh my god, I'm trying to. Um, uh, oh my god, I I just feel like I got. Uh-oh. Oh, you all right? I'm I'm lightheaded. Oh my god, I I, I I I I googled. I googled Borat rubber fist because I wanted oh, no. to see. I wanted to see if it was if it was on the internet anywhere, like the prop. And I just saw a headline. Uh. Niall, I'm astral projecting. This is a this is a Vanity Fair article from September eighth, two thousand sixteen. Here, you better buckle your seatbelt for this one. How Borat predicted Trump. A 10th anniversary appreciation. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I, this is, uh. I literally can't focus right now. My head, my head is, <laughs> is swimming. Like I, I feel, I feel <laughs> lightheaded. This is like, so th- there are so many levels to this. First of all, this is, this is by a name, a man named Bruce Handy. First of all, uh, who does uh, who who does seem to write uh, a lot on Trump, and he seems to have also written a profile on Lin Manuel Miranda. Great, so you kind of, of you kind of know you kind of know what what neighborhood we're operating in here. Yeah, so, yeah. First of all, writing about Borat through the lens of of, of that is 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 peak white, white liberalism, right? It's just mm-hmm. so it, is. It, it just stinks of it. But second of all, how can you watch something that was made in 2006 during the Bush administration, during this horrible time in American history, and say, oh, this just predicted Donald Trump in 2017, and not that, oh, nothing has changed? Like, how, how do you, how is that your fucking takeaway that, oh, this just, this just predicted this ugly political thing that was coming out and not look at this and being like, hmm, maybe this ugly political thing was always there. Maybe it was yeah. just always there. And I, I just can't imagine, I, I'm, I, I can't look at this any longer. <laughs> I, I, I really feel like I'm, I'm on the edge. Yes. I am on the edge of, of, of falling <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> you, you you sound shell shocked, honestly. Like you I just, feel like, shell shocked. I feel shell shocked. I saw this. I saw the beginning. I saw the the headline. How Borat predicted Trump, and I I I felt like my soul was knocked out of my body. God. Oh my god. Uh, um, so so oh, I I did find an Amazon listing for the rubber fist. Uh, if you oh, really no. want to own it, um, if that's something uh, you're really interested in. I, I will say that this one is not rubber. It seems to be made. Oh no, it is rubber. This one, however, is black rubber and not the uh, not the uh, tan rubber. Right. Um, I, I will send you this Amazon link, and there are several, actually, many, many reviews on Amazon for the Borat rubber fist. Interesting. Yeah, we ha- we have quite a few here. Um, let's go down the list. Uh, here's here's a top review by anonymous Amazon customer who says. Not true rubber. It has a horrible odor. Stinky and cheaply made. A one-star review. Uh, then we have one from Darnell Dow, who gives it five stars and said, It is made exceptionally well, but it's too big for my wife. With the uh, frowny face. Oh, yeah, I see that with the... Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Tukey333666 here says, uh, <laughs> It looks good, but it's way too soft to do anything with. Uh, you can stand it on the floor and use it because it will bend way too easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have several reviews in German here down at the bottom. 
Um, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to stereotype the German people. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be mean to our German listeners, you know. But they, you know, it's horny. It's a horny country. It's a, I'm not it's gonna a, lie. Listen, I mean, uh, <laughs> Germans. <laughs> Germans have a reputation, and I feel like we're we're uh, dangerously close here to painting them uh, with uh, with a brush here. But, you know, if, if that's what they're into, that's what they're into. Here's a review from Sarah who says, OMG, having so much fun. Uh, finally, plenty of girth needs lots of lube. It's pliable, which can be good and bad. <laughs> that's a five-star review from Sarah, so... Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Lu- Louis Five, though, uh, gave it three stars and... Uh, said, I don't know if it's me or not, but I still cannot get this thing in me. It's soft enough, but it's just not going in yet. I'll keep trying. So, you know, at least, um, at least Louis, Louis, I'm, I'm oh. not, uh, you know, at least he's or there, um, still, mm-hmm. still trying, you know, not giving up on their, on their rubber fist. A lot of people I'm, uh, noticing here just very, like, upfront about, uh, about you know putting this thing in them. You yeah, know, like, I mean, I like Scion Lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit! This dude, this dude's living their best fucking life. Or her, him, they, whatever. This is this is a hell of a review. I don't think I could read this out loud because this is not a bad dragon podcast. That's a verified purchase too. So Scion Lad is out there. <laughs> Yeah, living their yeah. best life, and I God shout bless. out to Scion Lad. Honestly, shout, shout the fuck out. out. Like, shout out to Scion Lad, and finally shout out to Pastry Chef Girl who says five star review. This is the best gag gift I have ever given. Uh, and it follows. This is the best gag gift I've ever given. It absolutely reeks, and I can't get the smell to go away. But that's a part of the charm. Thank you, Pastry Chef Girl. I would uh, I would love to get this rubber fist as a gag gift. <laughs> Actually, that's that's not true. That's not true. I would no. be having this thing. God, it oh. doesn't meet my standards of quality. Apparently, no, no. no. Listen, you got to have high standards, and you know, and you know what I do. I'll you be honest, do, I and, do. You know, different different things work for different people. You know, it's just like in finding a partner in any other you know uh, aspect. You know, for 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 people like Scion Lad, it's perfect and. For you know, people like uh, what was his name, Darnell? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Dar- you know, uh, it it doesn't you know fit up there, or it smells. Amazon customer says you know it's a horrible odor. You know, I I think the fact that this thing apparently smells really bad is very interesting. Bad news. Bad news. Yeah. Bad news. If if something smells, do not do not put that in your body. Let me just tell you right yeah. now, yeah, that is not a good um, idea. I, I know this. I know this is a Borat podcast, and not to be sex positive for a second, but please, for the love of God, if you are buying anything like this, please pay attention to what you're putting in your body. Yeah, well, welcome to Borat Club, sponsored by Ojoy Sex Toy. Um, oh God, I would. <laughs> uh, you can't. You can't do me like that. <laughs> Oh, oh Christ! Christ. <laughs> I, I had com- I had completely blocked that from my mind, and now here we it's are. The worst. It's the it's worst. All coming back. The 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 furry water sports comic. It's all. Oh, it's God, all there, yeah. baby. Oh fuck! I'd forgotten that <laughs> that specific one. The only that one one's, I, had- I mean, let's be clear. That one's a classic. That is like that is like a meme at this point. But the rest of it is just so so horrendous. Yeah, the the one I always think of is just like extremely funny that they made was that I'm gonna fuck your wife one. It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God. What a horrific comic that thing is. What a nightmare. I I, we- I mean, I appreciate what they're trying to do, but they're doing it in the worst way possible. They're doing it extremely wrong, I would say. Very, very wrong in Ugh. many ways. Do we have anything else to say about Borat? I feel I feel like no. I've run a marathon and I am uh I, I will say, I will like to note, I am looking at another rubber fist here that I think maybe uh, is more similar to the one from Borat. Uh, customers who viewed this item also viewed uh, huge, long, ultra-soft dildos realistic, black rate, uh, latex rubber gloves, uh, two more uh, fisting dildos, and then the Archie McPhee giant costume lobster claws. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want to know. I want to know who's going uh, on the Swift site, buying buying a gallon of lube, buying the fisting toy, and then being like, you know what? I'm going to top this order off with my lobster claws. <laughs> what a life! What a life that person must oh, lead. God, yeah. Oh man. We have to stop this podcast. We this have is, to. This stop. is completely We're... out of hand. Yeah. This out is... of fist, if you will. Out of fist, yeah. Well, listen, you can't really hold that much in a fist when it's closed. Um, no. Oh, fuck. Uh, Stupid. I feel like we're all over the place today. Yeah. Yeah. We really were. Okay, let's wrap this shit up. Okay. Uh, Ryan, why don't you tell everybody where they can find your other stuff? Uh, um, you can find me reviewing <laughs> products on Amazon. Uh, my username is Scion Lab. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Curscoat. Uh, you can find my other podcasts about emoji at Emoji Drum on Twitter or anywhere where you get your podcast. Uh, we just did the bear emoji, and that episode's going to be out, so it's a lot of fun. Check it out. How about you, Niall? Yeah, um, I just took a look, and there is nobody on Twitter with the username CyanLad, if anybody would like to sign up with that. I do not have a personal Twitter, but I do video game stuff at videogamechoochoo.com. Uh, currently working on a review of the new Fast and Furious game. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, it's a real piece of shit. Um, uh, if you want to follow Borat Club, we're on Twitter at Borat Club. Uh, you can hit us up there. Our DMs are open. Uh, you can also hit us up via email at boratclubcast at gmail.com. Sasha Baron Cohen, we are still waiting to hear from you. You have like 14 weeks left uh, to um, get on the show and trick us. We do actually have somebody we've lined up for an episode as a guest as well, by the way. We need to get uh them on soon yes um, we need to arrange that uh also you know if you like borat club and we hope you do we would love if you left a review on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts if they have that functionality um we don't advertise the show anywhere so anything you can do to tell a friend you know tell an enemy a co-worker whatever um about the show we really appreciate uh this only gets out via word of mouth so we really appreciate it when people do that uh and yeah i guess until next week and watch 39 which is just oh just even saying it it has me just happy um ryan, <laughs> ryan thank you uh as ever for being on Big shout-outs to Scion, lad. Hope you're living your best life wherever you are out there. And we'll see you next week. See you next week.